0: Alright, hello and welcome to the, I think this is the 5th edition of the 2 Black 2 Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I am co-host Chris. And, yeah, we're going to get into our topics today. So our first topic is going to be, uh, we've been uh, we've been away for a bit of a while, so we're just going to give our, um, thoughts on the state of the Arrowverse. We had a lot happen, uh, Legends finished the season, um, Supergirl and Flash had the musical crossover, um... And, um, there's been, and Arrow's been taking some interesting, uh, turns, and we'll get into spoilers a little bit later, but, uh. Yeah, you I, can call
1: it interesting if you want.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Arrow's, Arrow's been something else. So, um, I first, do you want to just get Supergirl out of the way?
1: Uh, see, I still haven't watched Supergirl since winter break.
0: Yeah, I you know, okay, alright, well, um, just give you an update, uh, spoiler Supergirl. Uh, Supergirl is with Manel. They're official and together. That's and, weird. And uh, Monel's uh, parents are the, the new villains. Uh, Mon- Monel's parents uh, show up on their planet, and Monel's mom's played by Terry Hatcher, who um, many people know from like Desperate Housewives, and she played a Lois Lane in the
1: Adventures of Lois
0: and Clark. Adventures of Lois and Clark. So to, if I give them anything, they at least know how to get classic actors on Supergirl like all the time. But um her and Dean Kane they haven't had a scene yet, so people want that to happen. Because Dean Kane plays uh Superman. He he's super yeah, yeah he was Avengers Superman and on Supergirl. Yeah, it? he's their uh stepfather, yeah. Their you know, their Earth father, yeah. But um yeah, I mean Supergirl's been pretty pretty standard. A lot of people are kind of annoyed because they feel like there's just been way too much of a focus on Mon el more than anything else. And they also revealed that um on oh, Manel's planet, they had slaves. Oh. Daxum, yeah, his planet, Manel's planet had a had slaves, and someone, I, this is the funniest tweet ever. Someone was like, "Can we talk about how Supergirl left a good, nice black man for a former slave owner?"
1: Yeah, that's, that's uh.
0: Yeah, that's I was okay. like, you know, I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, it's just that. I mean, I understand this is CW but like they broke up like they they spent a whole season like, oh, you know, Kara and James and they broke it up and it was like, you know, James was a nice guy, he cared about Kara, he was in shape, he's the head of Catco, you know, and Carl's just like, nah, nah, dude, I want the alien, I want the bad boy and it's like the total like it's just so typical of like a show to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, really? But um, it's been okay. Kevin Smith uh, direct has directed another episode, which was it was pretty decent. It was pretty, pretty good. They did like they had like a brawl on like Monel's parents ship, and they uh-huh. did and they did this thing where you thought it was Supergirl fighting, then it was actual Martian Manhunter, and I was like, oh, John's actually using his powers because yeah, he, he does he not. He uses them, you know, sparingly to say the least on Supergirl. Right. Cause like that one episode where there was someone they had to like get information from, and it's like, oh, we gotta get him to confess, and it's like, you have a telepath. Yeah, And it'd be like that's like that's bad. Look, like, at least come up with a reason, like for John to be like, oh, his mind's locked or something. You know what I mean? Like that's right. just lazy, just to be like, oh, how are we gonna get this person to confess? It's like you have a literally the head of your organization is a telepath yeah so yeah that's uh, that's been going on with supergirl nothing too crazy um, we can get in the flash and then talk about the musical so um uh flash so, yeah you can go
1: you can start last time we um, talked about the flash had Jesse come back?
0: Um, I I don't know. If she it may she may have just come back. Didn't I'm really not talk sure. We didn't talk about Gorilla City. We, didn't really talk about Gorilla, about we definitely Gorilla didn't City. talk about Gorilla City. Yeah, yeah, totally forgot about that because I, I feel like that was a while ago. But yeah, so we had um, we had some Gorilla City stuff. So you can talk about okay.
1: it. I've been impressed by the Flash in terms of with the CGI with Gorilla City. That was really good. Um, that first episode was really good. That second all uh, second one was a little bit disappointing, but you know, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, the first I don't
1: know how many times I want to watch that speedster run straight into a gorilla shield like,
0: like yeah patterns. it I'm was like- really weird like okay the first episode I liked because you had that nice battle of flash and uh Solivar and the Coliseum yeah that was that was fun it was like it was visually interesting and actually they had like a bes- behind the scenes like CGI pretty much how they did it because that was all like a computer all right? So yeah, we had a couple technical difficulties, but um, we're back. So um, excuse me. So yeah, I I was talking about pretty much um, this. They showed that was all CGI in a green screen with Grant Gustin, right. the soul of our fight. But I think that the thing about the second episode, that they hyped up like, oh, well, you know, the Flash versus Grodd, the Flash versus Grodd, you know? And you're like, oh, we have all three speedsters, you know, fighting this guerrilla army. And the fight lasted like two seconds, and then Solovar came back and beat up Grodd. And I was like, like if you weren't gonna have like the big three speedster, three three speedster guerrilla army fight, like why, why like tease something like that? You know what I mean?
1: Right. And then you know if so that may have been a marketing issue. Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, then you know Solovar eventually comes to like humans. Or if you read the Flash comics, which means you knew that Solovar was going to have to beat Grodd.
0: Yeah, well, Solovar is a good one, that's the thing. Right. So, like, in, in the beginning when they were portraying Solovar as a villain, I was like, really? Because they actually did, like, I was like, no, but Grodd's usually evil, and that turns out that's what it was. So they were staying true to the comics in that um, respect. But, you know, what I really want to see, and hopefully we we'll get it for the end of the season, is, like, A multiple speedster fight. Like, I want to see Barry, Wally, and Jesse all fight Savitar.
1: Well, if that happens, I'm pretty sure Jesse will die. So I don't know if I want Jesse there.
0: I don't... Well, we'll see. Because she's got to come back for the end of the season. It's just that she's like, oh, I'm not a regular. I have to go away. Right. I've got to go to Earth 3 and protect Earth 3. And it's like, you just left Earth 2 with no one. Yeah. So it's like, you know... But um, um, they had the musical, which I thought it was. I, I honestly thought it was decent. Most of the songs were fine, except for the Super Friends one. I was like,
1: that was too on the nose.
0: It was way too on the nose. Yeah, I mean that that's a song they're gonna play it at cons. Like that's that's the like it's gonna be on the level of like you know something like I don't know the Pokemon theme song or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas Corny yeah. and uh, it's corny enough that people are going to want to sing it, so... Yeah. But I I, I at least liked how, okay, everything took place in an alternate dimension, you know what I mean? So it didn't necessarily come, like, super out of character.
1: Yeah. They made, um... The Music Meister an imp.
0: And yeah, the,
1: they... You know, the cheesy he, villain, which I thought was a good twist.
0: Yeah, they made him... He's like, uh, Mixo Pedalik, who, um... Who just came yeah. back in the Superman comics, actually, so that's, uh...
1: That was a really interesting twist to everything in the comics but we'll talk about that another time
0: yeah definitely Uh,
1: yeah but I, i i thought it was a decent episode like it was a good musical episode it was it's just weird that generally when shows do musical episodes it's during like fifth or sixth season you know they're running out of ideas so they're like hey let's do something different totally out of the norm think they just did it on Flash as an excuse because all these people on their shows can sing.
0: Yeah, I think partially it's because all these people on their shows can sing. People been a- people were asking for it, like, even before Supergirl and Flash had their first crossover. Right. Plus, you know, another thing, when you have multiple shows going on, you don't know how long all these shows are going to be on the air, you know? Mm-hmm. So if there's something you'd want- you really want to do and you think you can pull it off... You might as well just go for it. at least that's my opinion. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, um, I also liked uh, Martian Manhunter was uh, he teamed up with uh, Wally and um and Vibe, so that was cool because he hasn't been in any of the crossovers so far.
1: Right, I, I just really want that next season crossover, that Invasion. Like I was a little disappointed by Invasion, just looking back at it as in terms of a. Like a truly world-threatening e-
0: event. Hey, sorry there. We had another um audio issue, but um we yeah we were talking about the Flash and a uh, Gorilla City, and you know the the final battle. They hyped up this like big Flash Gorilla battle, and that didn't necessarily happen. But I still enjoyed it for what it was. And I guess right. Grodd's back in Argus, so they'll probably use him for other purposes in future seasons. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a TV show, so it's, Remember, that's a TV show, not a movie. And um, I don't know, maybe in one of the Flash movies, we'll be able to see a real Flash-Gorilla City battle. Brawl, but, yeah. Yeah. I think with this, um, maybe with, not next season, because next season's probably going to be a thinker, which it could possibly go this way too. That they sort of take a Nightfall approach, where you send Barry against all these villains that he has, and uh, then he, um you know, the Thinker beats him once and for all. You know, break the Flash, even though the Flash gets broken every year.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I like to see him to go, go up against multiple villains as well.
1: Because I'm just mad Captain Cold isn't coming back
0: he's dead. Yeah, he's actually dead. Yeah. So um we can go we can talk about Savitar really quick. So uh Wally was tricked in the freeing Savitar. Jesse oh, leaves. Just yeah, so you know, so I yeah, so I I figured they had to do something with Wally and then they had to go in the speed force to save Wally. Barry went in the speed force to save Wally and then Jay saved him. So now Jay is trapped in the speed force. So that I, I, I like that, because I'm like, okay, well, how are they going to get out of this? And that actually like made sense for him, the one to stay behind. Right. Because, you know, he's the senior, you know, older Flash. Right. I liked, um, and we can talk about this on Legends, too, but I love the Black Flash.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, wondering when they were going to bring that into the Flash, considering, um, A, he's the one that pretty much created him, and B... Uh, he showed up chasing the Reverse Flash. I'm like, well, on oh, Legends, yeah. around Through time,
0: yeah. He's got to go after Barry eventually. So yeah, anytime the Black for anytime the Black Flash is on screen, like I'm there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, a good Speed Force episode, though.
0: Definitely, and I, I like how the Speed Force had changed, where it was more like angry towards Barry, mm-hmm. and they and they at least touched on the thing that some people have in season two. It is like. You literally said you are okay with your mother's death, and then you went and changed it. Right. Like, you lied to died. us. He's
1: like, my father died. He's like, we know. Still.
0: They're like, still.
1: Yeah, the fact that the Speed Force is like a literal entity versus just being a thing that Barry created, uh, like it is in the comics, when he starts running.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was cool how they did that. I think after the Speed Force episode, um, it was I think it was a crossover, right? And we um, we, we talked about the Iris crossover already.
1: Barry broke up, which I yeah. thought was dumb. I thought it was dumb that he proposed out of fear, but that that made a little sense. But then. He broke up with Iris, which was
0: dumb, dumb. and then they got
1: back together, together in the
0: crossover. The crossover. Honestly, I think that breakup—I, I, I mean—they broke them up on Kara and I mean, on, uh, Kara on Supergirl and Flash, literally just so they could have that crossover.
1: Right. I mean, it made sense, but it sort of detracts from the whole momentum that the season was break uh, season was building, and that's what some of my brother and I talked about. Yeah, I,
0: it was because, like, I feel like this season of the Flash. They're really were trying to like they're really trying to ruin like relationships a little bit. Because you have like the whole deal with Caitlyn, you have the whole deal with Caitlyn going dark, you know what I mean? And then you yeah, had
1: She's going to kill um what's his face? Julian. Dying. Yeah, he's dead.
0: Well, as soon as he set, as soon as he had a crush on uh Daniel Panabaker, I mean, I don't dude, you know that you can't date Caitlyn Snow or be interested in Caitlyn Snow and survive.
1: Right, she's a black widow, like, even that... though she could end end up being good with her powers because you know, Killer Frost is a hero now. Yeah, in that's the comics, true. So they I... can go that route.
0: Yeah, and we, we can talk about that, and I guess um that can segue into our uh, into the last episode of Abracadabra.
1: That was an okay episode. It was
0: an okay episode. You know, I was disappointed we didn't get anything about Savitar because usually on an episode like that, you know that, like, okay, Barry's not going to ask him for who Savitar is, but I thought we were going to get, like, you know, a uh, in-episode scene of Savitar taking, taking his mask off and, you know, something like that.
1: Yeah, I was hoping that wouldn't happen.
0: And the ship, yeah. and I don't know if you noticed, the ship Abracadabra was on, exact same model as the jump ship from uh, Legends.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: They use assets, like, all the time. It's it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, who do you think, um... Savitar is? You know... Or what's the theory you like the most? I like... Some people
0: want it to be future Barry.
1: I've heard that. I don't know how I feel but about But my that. thing is
0: that... I feel like Savitar's personality... Like, I, even if Barry went evil, I couldn't see him being, like, a god. Like, I couldn't see Barry being, like, I'm a god now, because... So Avatar has, like, a God complex thing going for him. So I feel like right. I'm, I'm trying to be like, okay, well, who could that be? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, did you, in the new 52, one of the first stories they did was that there was a flash from the future. Yeah, future they did. Yeah, the blue flash. And he was a blue flash. And so people were saying, like, it's him. But I'm like, yeah, but that flash did not himself a god yeah he wasn't he, he hated himself blue
0: flash wasn't he had a ton of regrets and was trying to fix things for the future he wasn't a straight-up villain
1: right and i don't see how barry could trap himself in the speed force yeah
0: i'm like so and then why would his future self kill iris you know right it would make sense if like a future barry was like Super depressed because his iris died. Right. But why Instead. would he kill her himself? You know what I mean?
1: Instead of just, like, taking her to the future.
0: Yeah. So I'm not... Yeah, so I you know, I can't think... I don't know. I have no idea who Savatars is, to be honest. I can't think of, like... I can't think of, like, who it would be because, like, usually, you know... I mean, you know, Julian was alchemy, you know? Right. So it's like, all right, well... Who else on the show has been like relevant? You know, some people say, "Well, Wally," but then why would Wally kill his? Why would Wally kill his sister?
1: Right, it makes no sense.
0: You know, you can count. I mean, unless you get unless they go off the wall and it's like you know, like Joe or something.
1: It might be Jesse.
0: Did you say Jesse? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or some people think. Remember,
1: he said, "I have plans for you."
0: That's true. Or, or HR, but I feel like HR is, like, the obvious answer. Yeah. But they've done... But you can't go get another Harrison, Harrison Wells. Wells. But they did the obvious answer last season with Zoom, where people were like, oh, dude, it's Jay. And people were like, no, that's too obvious. Oh, well, never mind, it's Jay.
1: Well, the same thing with um, uh, Harrison Wells in the first one. Everybody knew it was a reverse Flash.
0: Yeah, well... At least with that, though, they had, like, an idea, like, oh, Harrison Wells was an actual person that Reverse Flash. Like, he stole his identity. Right. That was the thing that people didn't, like, predict and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I I don't know who Savitar is. I don't know. Maybe it is Jesse. Jesse's just got a whole bunch of body armor on. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you have anything else to talk about with Flash, really?
1: Nope. Let's talk about Arrow.
0: You want to? You want to do Legends last? Yes, okay.
1: because I actually enjoyed Legends.
0: Best for yeah, say the best for last. So Arrow, um, they reveal. I thought they're gonna reveal who Vigilante was, and they spoilers for Arrow. They reveal Prometheus, and Prometheus is Adrian Chase, the lawyer that has Oliver's <sighs> befriended during the season. But so now the question is, who is Vigilante? Because if you know read the comics, Vigilante. Is Adrian Chase?
1: Yeah, but they said this Adrian Chase was an alias.
0: It was an alias, so. And,
1: and you know what? I, I I can dismiss that it's not Tommy, even though I'm pissed. It's not Tommy. That was a perfect opportunity, but it's not him. Whatever. Yeah, people I'm people okay really w- yeah
0: people really wanted it to be Tommy.
1: I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being this person that he killed. Uh he killed his dad. What I'm not okay with is that they brought Talia into it and say Talia trained him. But Talia said she didn't train him until Oliver killed her father. Which means that when Oliver killed her father two years ago, that means everything afterwards, Adrian learned how to fight like him in two years.
0: Well, I I think, I, I believe Adrian had been like doing, getting, doing like training and doing intel stuff. And then he eventually sought Talia out, and it was like perfect
1: timing. And it's like, how did you find Talia?
0: Yeah, well, I I wonder, I wonder how they're gonna. I wonder if they're ever gonna go into how he knows so much. You, yeah. You know, you like, know what I mean. I mean, I get, I you know, I I'm assuming like it's TV, but it's like he's he broke into Star Labs. Like he knows about the Flash. He knows about the Legends. Like he knows all of this stuff.
1: Right. And then he, yeah, you broke into Star Labs without them knowing, which is one thing. The other thing is,
0: you. Well, Star Lab security is terrible, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we all know that. But um, Black—you created, you treated Black Siren like a punk,
0: which is one thing I never understood, because she stood up to Zoom. Yeah, she did.
1: But yet Prometheus, she's scared of. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, um, with the whole Talia thing, like, I get her anger, he killed her dad, but his dad, her dad, wanted him to kill him so he could take his place.
0: Yeah, well, it, you know, people are comparing it to, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And they think that Prometheus is going to be Bane, and Prometheus is going to die maybe a few episodes before the finale, and then Talia is going to be. The final person Oliver fights.
1: Yeah, but the thing about that is she would want to destroy the city, and they said they weren't going to destroy the city. I think you told me.
0: Yeah, well, I I have a theory about. I have I think the final battle is going to take place on the island. I have a I have a theory that we can uh, get to, but first, can we talk about? Um, I hate Artemis. I uh, hope she gets an arrow in the eye.
1: Nah, not the I, I just. Three straight in her chest.
0: Just Cause she, uh, give her, give she's, the um, whole, uh, not only was she a traitor, be. but, um, she, she, she tricked, uh, uh, Oliver and the audience again by pretending to be dead. So, yeah, before I, I thought maybe they'll redeem her, but now I'm like, no, she's not coming back.
1: I hated that episode. Why? Because the secret was dumb.
0: Well, the, the Oliver likes killing.
1: Right. Because the thing is, he doesn't really kill anymore. He killed at the beginning of the season. He killed Raish, He killed Damian Dark. He did not kill Slade.
0: No, he did not kill Slade.
1: He killed the Count, and then he killed a bunch of indiscriminate people in season one. Yeah. So, the fact that you're saying, and he's killed in the flesh, like, he likes killing. But it's like, if he liked killing, he wouldn't have stopped.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't have, yeah. You know... With that whole secret thing, I, I, I get that they wanted a reason for Oliver to, like, quit, but it's still kind of, like, I mean, this whole killing thing, I mean, if you want to realistically be a vigilante, you know, there's two extremes, the Batman, there's a Batman extreme of, like, never killing anyone, and you letting bad people live makes, you know, it makes everything worse for the city, you know? Right. Like, with Batman, like, theoretically, the Joker should get the death penalty. Yeah. He's a terrorist, you know what I'm saying? And realistically, what would we do to someone like that, you know, because there, there's a point where someone is, you know, this is my opinion, and and, and if you're thinking in like a vigilante mindset, there's a point where okay, someone is so bad and so dangerous, such a menace to society, you like you can't be here, you know what I mean?
1: by our next podcast we'll have gotten to insanity and criminal law so I can talk to you from legal aspect that he probably I'm thinking at least he would be dead like there's only so many times you can get the insanity well that's dead. what I'm saying like
0: you no know, yeah with the Joker like there's no way and then there's the other extreme of like okay just kill every single person that ever commits a crime ever punisher. yeah yeah that's like the punisher and it's like well you know there are henchmen you know, Maybe they got involved with the wrong crowd, you know, maybe that, you know, because I mean, if you think about like real life crime, you know, the way people get into it, it's like, hey, you don't have to kill anyone, you know, just drive the car. It's just, you know, right. you or hey, take this envelope to this person's house, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there are certain people where they get arrested, they can be rehabilitated and all that kind of stuff. Theor- theoretically i'm not you know talking about necessarily like real life but like theoretically so like when it comes to like should oliver kill people it's like the real answer to me would be like eh, sometimes yeah you know it's like you, yeah damien dark has to die but every single henchman that you see you know whatever you know so like, okay well you don't just make everything like a bloodbath you know right so that that would be my thing so i hope arrow just gets to a point where they just make a They, well, Oliver just takes a firm final stance where he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm here, I'm gonna do this, and that is it." You know. Right. So, um, do you have anything else to say?
1: Um, the whole thing about bringing in the bratva and then him betraying him and then um,
0: he just made everything worse.
1: Right, and then Anatoly thing like, I needed you there because I was afraid of what I was going to become. I just thought that was dumb and was only there for that episode. It doesn't really make sense.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I am guess they're, I, I mean, do they just need more villains? They're just like, all right, so the Russian mob is going to be a villain arrow now.
1: I really don't see how the Russian mob can be a villain. Like, I just, I don't know. Villain, though there is, though team. there
0: was foreshadowing because Adrian Chase burned off, um... Oliver's Bratva tattoo for no reason. He's just kinda like, Oh, you got a nice Bratva tattoo. I'm gonna burn it off. And then him the and then the next episode, him and the Bratva aren't cool anymore. So I'm like, I mean, Oh, they never really were cool. Yeah. After well, Slade. Well they weren't well their I mean it I mean their relationship I guess you could say it got even more sour than you know, right. than it was. So I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Hey, what do you Unless
1: think? Unless Anatoly becomes KG Beast I don't see how the brat can be an actual villain.
0: How Oliver. how can it be like a threat besides being like a plot device? I I couldn't tell you.
1: Right, it'd be good for like a three episode arc, like they did when uh, Oliver was quote unquote dead. But
0: also, what do you think of the new Black Canary?
1: Yeah, she's okay. Just waiting for Oliver to bang her because you know. No it's going to happen eventually. That show. Yeah. Has not had Oliver inside them that is not his family.
0: But apparently Katie Cassidy is Black Siren is going to be a season regular next year. So Yeah. What are they doing? I'm like, what?
1: They probably didn't expect the whole pitfall of all these people hating the fact that they killed Laurel.
0: Yeah. They, they, they've been playing around with it though we'll, we'll get the legends in a minute but they've been playing around with like well maybe Katie Cassidy will come back and maybe not you know yeah just keep
1: breaking
0: my heart fun fact the actress that plays uh, the new Black Canary she's a YouTuber or she was she was like not like a struggling actress but she I think she had like a couple like smaller roles like Walking Dead and whatnot and she made like YouTube videos like all the time Just about shopping and random stuff. And then she, I don't know if she, like, officially quit. But when she got, she made a video when she got the arrow roll. And that was her last video. So it was like, huh, you were, like, a regular person. And now you're on TV. Right. There's also, I don't know, there's something also weird. I don't know, I don't necessarily like the mask they gave her. Like, I feel like she looks weird with the mask on for some reason. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping she does something relevant to the plot. Because I'm like, all right, they went through all this to introduce her. Are they going to kill her off to be like, oh, Black Siren's on the team now? I don't know. It's weird. Do you have um anything else about Arrow, really?
1: Um, yeah, so the the final battle of the season is probably going to be Oliver versus... Prometheus, and they're saying someone's gonna come back to help, which will probably be Black Siren if she's gonna be a series series, regu- uh, series regular next season. But someone I would like to see come back would be Slade, Slade. or um, Nyssa and have Nyssa fight uh, Talia, which I feel like everyone would enjoy.
0: I like. Okay, my prediction since it's not gonna be in the city. I predict, like, some sort of final battle on the island with some combination of, like you said, Prometheus would be there, maybe, you know, or Talia, Black Siren, maybe Nessa, maybe Slade. Like, I'd want to see, a, like, an island, like, Battle Royale. Right. That, that would be cool, and it would be something different and something we haven't necessarily seen, like, done.
1: Right, because Slade is on the island, so it won't take much to break him out. Also,
0: Kovar is still alive in the flashbacks, so I don't know if he's going to fight Oliver again in the flashbacks or if he's going to show up in the present.
1: Yeah, that's also something.
0: I actually did, like, the Russian flashbacks to me have been so so, but I did, like, the last one they did with Oliver and right. Kovar, and then you found out that Malcolm. Was right, doing man. deals with Kovar. That's sort of foreshadowing for season one because, you know, Malcolm was trying to do the whole earthquake machine thing. Mm-hmm. But him and Oliver never met because in the first season, neither of them knew who the other was. Right. Until um, Malcolm, until he unmasked uh, Oliver.
1: In the final season. Or yeah, the it, second or last episode. Yeah,
0: I think the second or last episode. So that that was a nice tie-in. Uh, John Barrowman's been putting in work. He, he was on... He was on three of the shows in the same week. Right. Except, you know, Supergirl, but, you know. But, um, yeah, do you want to go over to Legends?
1: Yes, I have enjoyed Legends. Oh.
0: Legends, honestly, now that the, I'm glad their season is over, because I can actually say that Legends had a fantastic second season, especially compared oh. to the first.
1: Yeah. Their they, the writing was better. It has its own, like, it has its own campiness, but it's not too campy.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it's serious. It doesn't, it's not to the point where it takes itself too seriously, but right. it's not at a point where it, where it, it's too goofy and too silly. Right. And the one of my, one of my favorite, I, there were so many good episodes. I liked the Legion of Doom episode mm-hmm. from the villain's perspective. I liked Doom World, which was fun. Right. Um, and, I'm trying to...
1: The fact that they broke their one rule and interacted with their past. Yeah, I like all. when both
0: Rips looked looked at each other and they said, "Oh bollocks!"
1: I was yeah, like, no. "Yeah, that was good."
0: I like Evil Rip as well. I like the Camelot episode as well.
1: I just think that Ray is still too dumb.
0: Yeah, like Ray should be dead.
1: So smart.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing, none of them left, so I don't know if they're all going into next season or. Um, or if something's going to happen off-screen where, where, you know, they'll ha- we'll have a season three premiere and it'll be like, oh my god, you know, Nate died or something.
1: From what I've heard is that Nate and Amaya aren't coming back, but, or at least to be season regular, so they'll probably be in that first episode and then disappear. Um, yeah.
0: Also, Amaya just is not going back to her time, so the Vixen timeline is just, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, But I um, think... I think Nate is going to be Mari's grandfather. I th- I think Nate and I, I think Nate is going to be have. That's going to be his place in the timeline. Right. Is eventually going back to the forties. Yeah. Yeah. But um, can we talk about the the Black Flash?
1: Yeah. When they first, we, when he first showed up, I was had, like, like, "Oh my mid-season. god!" And you know, he's like, "I'm being hunted." I'm like.
0: Yeah, because, like, him. I did it. I had heard rumors, like, okay, we're going to get the Black Flash on Legends, but I didn't know when. But as soon as Eobar was like, no, we got to go, like, right now, like, he's coming for me. And I was like, the Black Flash!
1: Yeah, and yeah. It, it was funny that he sort of seemed like a, a, a T Rex or a Raptor from Jurassic Park because how he was just, like, stalking around him. He couldn't see him unless he used the speed force.
0: Even the, um,. Even the sound... Yeah, even... I, I just loved everything about the, about the Black Flash. Like, it was just perfect. Yeah, he
1: was a predator.
0: Yeah. And it was nice to see, you know, Eobard is a character that's... He's always super cocky and super confident. And it was nice to see him scared of something. Because right. he's just like, shit, guys, we gotta go. Like, right now. But, um... And I liked how, you know, that came... I liked how in Doomworld he had the Black Flash trapped. And then in the finale... The Black Flash, spoilers, kills uh Reverse Flash. Right.
1: Can we talk about how he brought back all these versions of him?
0: And none of them how... could kill the legends?
1: Yeah, well they were just toying with them.
0: Yeah. Well that's yeah. you know I villain know before the fall. Yeah. Also yeah, I, I did like the Reverse Flash squad. I, it reminded me of um this is a weird thing, it reminded me of Naruto. Like you know, you know Naruto. You, have you watched Naruto? Yeah. He does a shadow clone technique. I mm-hmm. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna make a meme of Eobard with all the reverse flashes and put like Kage Bunshin no Jutsu <laughs> and subtitles underneath because that's what it made me think of.
1: I think you might want to do that before everybody else does.
0: Someone I Someone. guarantee someone's already done it. Or maybe yeah. I'll make like a, an audio clip with just the Narts with like the Japanese like original Naruto audio mm-hmm. with like Eobard. Like, Legends finale in summary, and just have that. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked all the death in the finale.
1: Yeah, the fact that you saw everybody that, Uh, speaking of death, can we go back to Doom World? Yeah. It was so satisfying seeing Felicity.
0: Yeah, they killed it. off Felicity, even though it doesn't matter, but they really. It was so I think they know that some of the fans hate Felicity, and they're just like, you know what? Alternate reality, we can do it.
1: I wonder how Emily Betray
0: about that. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it was a stunt double most of the time. But, you know. Right. It, but it was just funny. They're like, oh, Vigilante Felicity. Oh, we're gonna do Vigilante Felicity. And all the Felicity fans on Twitter are like, this is amazing! And then they killed her. I was like, oh my god. Like, that was like the best troll on the writers that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Also, Trump was president in Doom World, so... That was funny, too. The writers <laughs> don't like Trump, so they always take shots at him. Supergirl does it the most. Supergirl's too on the nose, though. Like, with Legends, I like, too. It's like, oh, yeah, Mr. President. Yeah, his, uh... Say yeah, hi to Mel. Say hi to Mel. And we were supposed to, you know, hang out at his, go- at his golf course later. Well, at a golf course later. I'm like, yeah, we know who you're talking about. Right. So, um, I'm trying to think, um... Uh, and
1: so let's now talk about the era of the Marvel universe.
0: Oh, yeah. So all right, so yeah, legends was good. I'm uh, moving on. So um for those of you who don't know, been living under a rock, I made a little video talking about um the Iron versus racial controversy before it came out. My most watched video ever. It got over 2100 views, which is a lot for me. And um I got a lot of interesting comments. I made a response to it a while ago, but I actually did watch the show all the way through. And, um... Poor soul. Yeah. It, I, I know what's wrong with it. It's got a lot... It Iron Fist has a lot of problems beyond the racial politics, but, like, the racial politics definitely don't help. Right. So, um, my... I guess my biggest problem with Iron Fist is that it's boring, and it fails at what it's trying to... At what it should have been. In my opinion. Yeah. So, Chris, how many... Did you see, like, one episode, or...?
1: Oh, no, I got to nine.
0: You got to nine,
1: yeah. I... I got through two. I got... I sat through one. My brother and I were severely disappointed, and then I watched another one. And then I just watched the rest, and I just could not stand it.
0: It... Okay. B- the biggest problem I think that Iron Fist has is the fight scenes are weak. Fight scenes are very weak and Iron Fist out of all the other superhero shows, even more than Daredevil, is supposed to be a martial arts fighting show. Right. You can skip with well, Iron Fist, you don't you can skip out on you don't have to have a ton of CGI. There doesn't need to be laser beams. There doesn't all the stuff that on all these other shows, you know. Iron Fist doesn't have to fly, you know. All he really has to do is have you know, give him the glowy hand, but the hand to hand combat should have been on point, and when you don't have that, that's gonna hurt your show. Because, with like, I expected it to be, you know, a 13 hour kung fu movie, you know what I mean, right? And we got all these boardroom scenes, and I'm sorry, like, I don't hate them, I hate the Meacham's, you know,
1: yeah, you know, this was the poorly done, rich kid comes back home and doesn't know how to adjust, story
0: yeah, and then Danny, scene, so whiny. And even and I finished it and I even at the end of the show, I still feel like I don't know. I still like I still feel like Danny doesn't know who his true purpose is or what he's doing. And even what? like with the mythical elements like Kuhn Loon, we don't see Kuhn Loon, Let alone the dragon. Some people are pissed that we didn't get to see the dragon. But we only got a few small little flashbacks of like him getting beaten Kun Loon. And in my mind, I wanted Kun Loon to be like this mythical magical place, you know what I mean? Right. It should, you know, it should have been like, like I don't understand. Like we did not even get a full flashback with Iron Fist. All the other, I I check back to all the other Defender shows. We got full flashbacks. Even Jessica Jones. Right. We got her as a kid. We had Daredevil as a kid with his dad. We had Luke Cage, Luke Cage in, in prison. prison. You know, we didn't get that with Iron Fist, and we didn't even get to see Kung Loom. So. A lot of the mythical elements are just, like, meh. And I'm like, okay, did you guys have a problem with the budget? Or, like, I like I cannot, I can't recommend Iron Fist, because there's just, there's just not a lot to like about the show.
1: There's not. And people are saying, the action is fun And I read this, that he only had, like, three weeks to learn it. i I'm it, like... I- then
0: push back shooting. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I blame Marvel. Like some people are like yelling at Finn Jones on Twitter. Look, at the end of the day, he's an actor, and on a lot of shows, they do they have the stunt doubles do the entire scene, and then the stunt doubles will get the actor to do the do whatever he needs for the close up shots. But mm-hmm. with Iron Fist, you know, Iron Fist is supposed to be the martial arts show, so the kind of action they do on like Supergirl, you know, that that shouldn't cut it. You know,
1: you know it j- the um uh the guy that did the drunken fist.
0: I know Louis Tan. Yeah, he was a runner-up.
1: He should have been well, not runner-up for you know Iron Fist. Like he didn't have to be Asian, but he should be uh Shang Chi. I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, who's like one of Iron Fist's best. He should have like, been. You know, he should
0: have had a much bigger role.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was there for that one scene, and it was just like, and if you have I've watched the interview, hearing him talk about like representation in media and whatnot how he wanted to be iron fist and i'm sorry like you know racial politics aside even kevin smith was talking about you know looking at some of the action in iron fist it just kind of makes you wonder huh what would have been like with the other guy you know because Louis tan actually knew martial arts Right. he he's been i think he's a son of some martial artist or something like that you know so he could have actually maybe done some more fight scenes that were convincing because Iron Fists just were not that good. I mean, the few pockets that I liked were... I enjoyed Colin Wing for the most part. You know, I like Claire Temple, even though I feel like in this one, Claire Temple is more just kind of, like, there. Like, well, yeah, hey, I'm in all the shows. So, all right, let's do some stuff. Like, I feel like with, like, Luke Cage and Daredevil, she had more of a personal connection. Right. And in Jessica Jones, it was more of a cameo.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And, That's uh... And also, you know who would have made more
1: sense to show up? Who in Iron Fist? Who? Misty Knight. because they end up together and they're be- Yeah, they're
0: besties. Maybe they're saving it for Defenders. Um, what did you think about? Okay, so I didn't realize. Okay, so Madame Gal in this show is a part of the Hand, and the Hand has different factions. Yeah. Cause I thought when she was in Daredevil, the Hand was like in Daredevil, the Hand was like no boo. And all his people and Madame Gal, I thought she had her own like triad or whatever.
1: Right, that's what they had pretty much allowed it, and then now she's no, she's a part of the hand so with all these ancient things. She has magic.
0: Well, I I knew that she I I, I knew I figured she could do like magical stuff because I think there's I think in the first season Daredevil tries to fight her and he she like touches them and like one hit KOs him them or something like that.
1: I didn't remember
0: that. I, I, I remembered that, but like I didn't realize Madam Gao the part of the hand. So I don't know if that was like retconned or, you know, whatever. Now, did you see it's okay.
1: like did, all these different factions of the hands are not of the hand are not working together. What prompts them to work together so that it's an actual threat to the defenders? Wait, do you Is do you want FBI are you
0: do you care about me spoiling the ending?
1: No, I don't care.
0: Okay, so you know that Colin Wing's a part of the hand, the good faction. Right, did you get to that part? So oh okay, so what they did was that they said that in spoilers, Colle Wing's a part of the hand, the good faction and but it turns out that the faction she was in they're evil too and they wanted Colle Wing to kill Danny and of course she's not gonna do it, so she leaves so they try to kill her and she and they try to kidnap her and kill her and she escapes. And her and Danny are friends again, and all the hand is evil that's that's the thing like they're all they're all evil, so there's no good hand there's no bad hand there's just the hand and Colleen wing just thought that her faction was nice because they took her in so you know it's you know it was it's okay, but they're not the main villain of the season the last person that Danny fights is um the Misham father. Right. And I didn't like him at all.
1: Yeah, it was, it was so obvious that he was alive, you know, when he went to that hotel. It's like, oh, look, it's... Or whatever. Oh, look, it's Daddy Dears.
0: Well, it was like, okay, the first episode, he's like, I'm the villain. And then, after, then later in the middle, it's like, okay, maybe I'm not the villain. And then at the end, he's like, just kidding, I'm the villain, Danny. I killed your parents. And it's like... What was the point of that? Right. I mean, the thing, and the thing is, it gets slightly better. You know, it, You know, people call it like, the reverse Luke Cage, where Luke Cage started off strong, kind of petered out at the end. It gets slightly better at the end, but, like, barely. And if you can't, as a show, if you can't hook your audience in, and because most of the, the critics saw the first six episodes, and people were like, well, they haven't seen the whole show yet. But I'm like, if you can't hook people in, in my opinion, three episodes max, then your show's just uh-huh. not good exactly in my mind the pilot hey the pilots the pilot like, a great show will hook you into the pilot but hey they may change some stuff from the pilot to the second episode whatever the second episode they' still get their footing they're still getting their footing in third episode episode they should pretty much like nail it what they're trying to do
1: yeah and for and that's for a show that has 13 episodes for a show that's a 23 episode season you get six episodes to really draw people in I mean like with arrow the first six episodes was like, okay, this is okay, I can watch this. And then it picked up hard, especially by episode 15. And then everything just shot up from there. And yeah. We had a great second season and then now we have this. Um, But Iron Fist makes me worried for the Defenders.
0: Well, they have a different writer and showrunner. So, fingers <laughs> crossed.
1: Yeah, but, you know...
0: <sighs> I, it- I just... Yeah, it does, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth before Defenders. And I don't know, they put up a teaser for it with all four of them in an elevator. Right. And I don't know if you see uh, Matt Murdock, he's wearing his old mask, like the first one, the half mask, and it almost looks like the Iron Fist mask, so people have already made memes out of it, where uh, Matt Murdock's like, yeah, Danny, I'm taking your job for you.
1: <laughs>
0: They're like, okay, so... They're like, alright, so Danny can be the water boy. And yeah, pretty much and there, there, everybody and, can outfight him. And there's been like there's been like fan art where it's like the four of them, they're like, Alright, we gotta go into this building and fight, you know, whoever. And then Luke is like, actually Danny, can you wait outside? Let the grown ups handle this. I'm like, oh awesome. my god. Like it, it was it was funny. So I, I'm hoping you know, I, thinking, about, I, I, you know, thinking about all the shows, you know, Daredevil, I think, was a standout great show. You know, it came out with nothing, and it surprised everyone with the good action scenes, and it had a really good villain. You know, yeah. I don't necessarily think Matt Murdock is the strongest superhero ever, but Daredevil had a good villain season one, and season two we had The Punisher. Jessica Jones also had a really fantastic villain, and Jessica Jones also had Luke Cage to lean on metaphorically and literally in the sense that, okay, well here's another defender introducing this show. You know, what's he about? Which I think also helped keep it helped keep interest. Right. I'm a little worried for Jessica Jones season two because they killed off Kilgrave, So I'm like, you know, what are they yeah. going to do now? And Luke Cage, we already knew him before, you know, his show started. So he had that advantage of, okay, we're already somewhere familiar with this guy. Yeah, and Iron Fist just had like none of that. So the only thing I, the li- one thing I did like, uh, Claire, Luke Cage is a uh, Luke Cage and Claire like writing to each other. By the time Iron Fist takes place, yeah. and if you pause the episode, you can actually see what Luke Cage like wrote to Claire, and it's like, "Hello, Claire, how are you doing? How are those kung fu lessons? I'm doing well." It was like, it was funny.
1: Yeah, something that he would not say at
0: all. Yeah, it was like a nice Easter egg. Because, you know, sometimes, like, say they have a newspaper and a show, they'll actually write it from scratch, and they'll actually, like, and sometimes it'll just be, like, mess or, like, whatever, and other times they'll actually put, like, Easter eggs and stuff in there. Right. Yeah, but, uh, do you have any other opinions on uh, Iron Fist?
1: No. (laughs) The more I talk about the show, the more I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot
0: of angry comments over it, but also like yeah. 15 got subscribers. A lot of hate over that video. Oh yeah, oh I know I did. And the ratio is uh 37 likes uh 51 dislikes, so Woo. But
1: Hey, but they're still watching. <laughs>
0: but no, and I got I got 15 subs over it. Like over the course of that video. So, hey. Cuz go. I got some there's some nice comments mixed in there and I talked to them. They're like, "Oh, buddy, you seem cool. I'm going to subscribe." Like, yeah, it was, so. but I did, I did get a lot of hate, which is what I expected, thanks to the political climate, and, I mean, Marvel Comics in general are having their own issues right now, so. Right. Everybody, everybody hates each other, so I was not surprised. You know, I, I think I'm gonna talk about more issues like that at some point. I think my next video is gonna be why live-action anime movies are always terrible,
1: did you see the uh, what was it? Full Metal Alchemist that won in Japan.
0: I didn't see it. I didn't see the trailer yet.
1: Yeah, take a look at that later.
0: Okay, all right. So um, I think next we wanted to talk about. I think it was mo- uh, recent movies.
1: Yes. Um, one that I, I just saw, I just watched <laughs> last night was um Titans Judas Contract. I saw that. I watched that last night. It was, it was, did you think it was good? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, so did I. I mean, it was faithful
0: they, to the comic.
1: Yeah, they captured the creepiness of Tara and Slade.
0: Yeah, it was creepy, and I mean, if you know anything about Tara, she's a tragic character. Yeah, things do not end well for her. Spoilers. Spoilers, but um, I thought I thought it was a good movie. Um, it kind of. It, it it kind of reminded me a little bit, you know. I miss the old Titan show, which we're just never getting back. I've accepted it, but um, I enjoyed it for the most part. Kevin Smith as a cameo,
1: yeah. Which is when you say Kevin Smith earlier, it's what jarred my memory of it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think we have to go too deep into it. But yeah, Judas contract is pretty good. If you want to check it out, 2017 for movies for me has been really good so far. I like Lego Batman, I like Power Rangers, I liked Logan, I liked Get Out, which isn't a superhero movie, but I thought Get Out was also really good.
1: Yeah, it was. That's also the subject of controversy.
0: Well, I mean, hey, Jordan Peele's making so much money, so. Right. But, um, yeah, so, Lego Batman was, it was fun, you know, a very good comedic take on just the Bat, if you're a fan of the Batman franchise and lore in general, you'll enjoy it. I did. It is a kid's movie. There were a lot of kids there when I saw it, but I still enjoyed it. They make references to pretty much anything Batman, whether it be the comics, the TV shows, the movies, pretty much any of it.
1: Yeah, you had Billy D. Williams playing uh, Two-Face. The Two-Face,
0: yeah, because he never got to be Two-Face. You had, um, and they even, and I forgot that it was, like, a Lego movie, so they brought in a bunch of random villains from a bunch of other Warner Brothers, uh, properties. Right. So that was, um... Which was really cool. So that was really cool. I wish that a little bit more was done with them, but I get, but I see the point of them there was just to be like, oh, hey, we have the thing, we have the eye from Lord of the Rings, you know. Right. Yeah, I like to, and, um... It, but even like Voldemort or like the Gremlins was like it was funny. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed Lego Batman. Um, Logan made me want to cry.
1: Yeah, man, that was a good movie.
0: Yeah, L- Logan. Like I feel movie. like honestly, I feel like Patrick Stewart or Hugh Jackman, one of them could get an Oscar for it if they actually you know like superhero movies if the Academy cared about them.
1: Yeah, Hugh Jackman could have. at least in consideration for best actor in a in a leading role i say consideration not nomination but like if it if it's over uh what's his face um uh casey affleck then yeah i'd gladly take Hugh jackman over casey
0: affleck yeah rapist yeah i will say casey affleck yeah isn't he isn't he a rapist but um Yep. yep that's what i thought but also um Yeah, I like Patrick Stewart, and even with him, you know, him him going senile and that affecting his abilities, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're an X Men fan, as like the team, it's depressing because dude, they're all dead.
1: Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. I wanted to change would be that instead of Professor X spoilers being the one to kill them, that they kept it like the comics,
0: and Wolverine was was. the one that did it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it was it was nothing like the comic whatsoever, but it, it was still. I mean, it was rated R, so the action was up. You know, I liked his relationship with Laura. I feel like whenever I become a father, I feel like that. I feel like that. Um, that movie would have like more of an impact on me. Cause I was reading about like I think they were like some veterans who were talking about you know they were talking about Logan and it made them think of how they view like their families. Like they go through all this traumatic stuff you know, and their kids are, want their attention, and they love their kids, but they're just so tired and so exhausted, you know. And yeah. I thought it was just... It was... I mean, I think there's a lot of symbolism in that movie. Even, like, Wolverine, you know, his claws don't pop out all the way. Right. And he's, like, pulling it, and someone was saying that that was, like, a reptile dysfunction or something like that. And I just... Okay. Yeah. And I even... And even, like, some people didn't like X-24, who, spoilers... Wolverine has to fight an evil Wolverine clone that's stronger than him.
1: I mean, it was cool symbolically,
0: but yeah, also it w- pretty dumb. Some people thought it was dumb, but, you know, some people saw it as symbolism. That's him fighting, you know, his inner self, you know, the beast, you know, the monster. Right. Of, you know, Wolverine.
1: But the only thing is, he wasn't really struck with that throughout his character throughout the series. That's the only reason why it doesn't make sense as an ending. Yeah,
0: I I understand that. And then spoilers, they killed him off. Pretty much pretty much everyone in this movie dies except for Laura. Right. So the high body count, you know, and the kids the kids escape. Now, the Hollywood ending would have kept Logan alive and made him the new professor and those kids being the new X Men. But they went all they went all the way in, and they said, Nope, we're just gonna kill everyone off.
1: Yep. So it we'll yeah, was sad how Westerns end, so mm-hmm. it made sense. This and, was just a superhero western.
0: Yeah, and you know, and knowing that this is Hugh Jackman's last time being Wolverine, it is uh,
1: unless he ends up in Deadpool.
0: Unless he ends up in Deadpool, I can see, I I, I can see why they did that. You know, my hope is that for the X Men movies, they just put Wolverine on the shelf for a while. They don't recast him really quick. You know, unless they, it's Laura. Yeah, unless it's lore. Because the thing is, like, the X-Men movies, you know, there's so much lore in the X-Men comics that the movies haven't touched on, you know, at all. So they don't have, like, like, a lot, you know, one of the biggest criticisms of the X-Men movie franchise in general is that a lot of them are Wolverine heavy. Yeah. And, like, there are so many awesome characters and so many awesome plot lines that they just haven't, they haven't done, you know, at all. They could put Wolverine on the shelf and develop and focus on some other things. I think they should just reboot the whole reboot the entire thing, but I've a feeling they're not gonna do that. Cause they would have done it after Days of the Future Pass if that's what they wanted to do. Um, do you have any uh any other thoughts on Logan?
1: Uh no, I, I want to talk about Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, so we yeah, we can go into Power Rangers really quick.
1: So, when I went into the movie, we can talk about it. Well, let's talk about it, expectations when we went. I just expected a Power Rangers movie for it to be sort of campy, for it to not take itself too seriously, and just to, you know, just be your typical Power Rangers TV episode, except just long. Uh, well, in that, when the uh, trailer first came out, I was like, oh, it's The Breakfast Club, but with Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, you know, I... I wondered what they were going to do, but I can tell, though, the writers, like... I was afraid it was going to be, like, a Michael Bay, like, Transformers-type deal. But, like, I can tell the writers, they actually tried to make a story. You know, they actually tried to give all the Rangers some form of, like, you know... Some, some form of originality. You know, they tried to really develop them as characters. Because if you watch a Power Rangers show, let's just keep it real... The characters, they're always goody-two-shoes, you know. Yep. And they're always very, like, vanilla and kind of bland, you know. Yeah. People watch Power Rangers to see them fight the monsters and to see them get in the giant robot. Right. So the fact that they actually spent time building characters I thought was good and helped make it, you know, a better movie than it could have been. Now, some may complain that there's not enough Ranger stuff in it because they don't suit up until the end.
1: Right, and I was okay with that.
0: Yeah, there, and there wasn't a ton of, like, them fighting the monsters. You know, they spent. A, I think they spent a little too much time with the Zords. We could have had some a little more on-the-ground stuff and a little less Zord, I feel like, but I still enjoyed right. it for what it was.
1: And you had call-outs to the original because, you know, the putties could still get killed by hitting them in the middle. Uh, even though, good job on making the putties, like, not, you know, worthless.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, the putties are actually, like... A little, a little intimidating. Um, I liked, and I liked the original, I like the, you know, I liked the characters for the most part. You know, shout out to Billy. You know, Black Power, you know, it's Black Power Ranger, and he also had, you know, he, he, they said, like, he's the first superhero. I don't think the first superhero with any disability, because I guess Daredevil's blind. But he's on the spectrum. But he's on the spectrum of, um... Yeah, and,
1: and that was big.
0: Yeah, which was big for, like, you know mental health and stuff like that. And, you know, we have these conversations about, like, representation and whatnot, people get annoyed because they're like, oh, so you're saying you want every superhero to have some sort of disability just to pander to this crowd and da 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 But, like, when you do something like that well, it helps you create just a more interesting story.
1: Right. Because all these, you know, people aren't just, you know, fine. They actually have things that people in real life have.
0: Yeah, and it just, it makes them more, it makes them more interesting, and, you know, it makes, you know, Billy having that, you know, disability, it makes him more interesting as a character, and, you know, spoilers, when they pretend to kill him off in the middle of the movie, it is kind of sad. Right. Because he is, like, the heart of the team, and he's, like, the one who's most, almost, like, most excited to, like, be a ranger. Right. You know, and the other kids, they're all kind of emo. Somewhat. So I yeah I, I I definitely enjoyed Power Rangers for what it was. I mean I like I also liked having like a younger cast of like fresh faces. You know. It'll be interesting to see if anything do if any of them do anything after this. I know the Yellow yeah. Ranger. She's a singer. I think.
1: Yeah. Um. They said they have a six-story art thing planned, so probably not because they're probably going to be busy. Because if you for something like this, you're going to want to crank them out. So. Expect one, like, every two years.
0: I mean, they're, gonna, they're probably going to do, like the, t- like, the TV show and switch out the Ranger every once in a while.
1: Yeah, but probably not until after the third one, I think. I mean, you might be get scheduling conflicts like the actual Power Rangers movie, so Jason and all of them are different. Yeah. But, uh...
0: Yeah, and they, they tease the Green Ranger at the end, which I also liked how Rita was a former Green Ranger. Right. and they and all now, have coins, and Rita and her staff. She had the Green Power Ranger coin, so right.
1: she soloed the whole team. Yeah, just like Tommy, whoever he or she may be, because the cast wants it to be a girl, will solo the entire team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, some people, a lot of people, there are people online who want the Green Ranger to be a girl. I don't mind that. The, th- the thing about the Green Ranger is that the Green Ranger has to be a traitor. They have to be. They either start off, either they start off evil and become good. Or they, or, they pretend, or they pretend to be good, betray the team, and come back. Something around that nature. Because, like, the Green Ranger is there to... At least originally, is there to kind of change up the dynamic with all the other Rangers.
1: Right. I don't care if it's a, gr- a girl as long as the Green Ranger solos the entire team.
0: Yeah. That No, I, I want to see that, too. Well, hopefully they have a bigger budget and they can have a little more time in the suits. And in the beginning, we can have... We can have a fight where the Green Ranger just beats the crap out of all the the Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know. Just throws uh Jason into a river or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's what I need in my life.
0: Definitely. So, um, I think the last thing I just want to talk about some uh spring anime. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, spring's kinda hitting hard. Uh we have um Dragon Ball Super still on
1: and uh, keeping up with
0: that. Yeah, the new saga, there's this new uh, multiversal tournament between um, between our, our normal Dragon Ball universe, so Goku and like the, the best fighters in their universe versus characters from other universes. And that is, it's about to start. Right now, Goku's like recruiting different people. Right. I think the next episode, he's going to recruit uh, Android 17.
1: Yeah, the episode, I watched the episode today... And, um, it was, you see Boo, who's not fat.
0: So yeah, Boo awkward. is skinny. I don't know what, Boo's been taken slim quick. I don't know what he's, I don't know what he did.
1: They said he was actually, like, training. Yeah. So that's why he's skinny. I'm like, but he can morph his shape, so what?
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to stay skinny, because if you look at the openings and endings, he's still fat. So I'm I'm yeah. curious to see how long it's going to last. Um,
1: Unless they didn't want to, you know
0: spoil it so a couple a couple things um some people think that goku goku starting the tournament was stupid though apparently Zeno was going to destroy the universes anyway yeah so him starting a tournament was a good thing because we were planning on recording a podcast a bit earlier and i was going to be like okay so is goku a bad guy now because his obsession with fighting at first i was like really
1: he's not so much a bad guy as he's being a yeah but at the same time they sort of tried to justify it
0: definitely definitely but um yeah i've I've been enjoying super you know we've had some slower episodes but i think it's going to pick up soon Mm -hmm. you know i like the gohan going to train uh piccolo and piccolo i mean going to train piccolo and piccolo's like i'm gonna whip you back in the shape and i'm like please
1: yes make gohan relevant again
0: yeah make gohan relevant again definitely um some other stuff that's out, uh, this is an anime, but Samurai Jack.
1: Yeah, I have not watched it yet.
0: You need to. Samurai Jack, um, it's been, um, it's not a reboot, it's a sequel to the original old series, because the old series was never finished. Right. So, you Jack, Samurai Jack, he never, uh, beat Aku, and this, um, it, it, t- this takes place, you know, sometime later, and he's yeah. still, he's still trying to defeat Aku, but since it's on Adult Swim... It's more hardcore. They're able to have blood and all this kind of stuff. And like I'm gonna do a slight spoiler, like Jack kills.
1: Yeah, so I've heard that.
0: He kills and it's like it's good. Like, I mean it's it's definitely not the best show ever, but if you are a fan of the original, you should definitely check it out. And you don't have to you don't have to remember what went on in like the original series and whatnot. You can just jump right in and you're just like, Man, this is this is intense.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely need to uh, start watching again because I really did enjoy. Yeah.
0: Episodes they're only uh, twenty minutes, so I mean you can catch up pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Whenever you free some free time, um, Attack on Titan uh, season two is finally out after not having after three years. So, um, the first I've seen the first two episodes. Um, it's pretty good. If you enjoy the original, it's pretty much. I mean, it hops right back into the story. You know, there's no filler. I think there's only going to be 12 episodes, which is a little disappointing. But there's some... I've read, I've read the manga, so I know what's going to happen. And there's some cool stuff um, coming. So, Attack on Titan Season 2 is definitely... If you want to get into it, I think now's a good time. Um... And, uh... So, Chris, how familiar are you with Naruto? Because I never asked you before.
1: I have seen it all.
0: You've seen it all. Okay, so you know about Boruto...
1: Yes.
0: The Boruto anime. Yeah, sorry.
1: I watched. what Was it, a movie. The movie. Yeah, the movie that came out.
0: Yeah, the Boruto, the uh, Boruto, has got an anime, and it just started uh, this week. Yeah. And it's definitely, I, it's definitely more like classic Naruto, and not like Shippuden. Because, I mean, you know, people are going to complain that this is milking the franchise, which it is. It definitely is. And I might make a video talking about it later. But um, they're doing some interesting stuff to flip some of the character dynamics. And the problem with Naruto is that towards the end, it got very Dragon Ball Z. Like, even in the like one of the movies, I mean, Naruto went to space and fought moon people. Yep. So it's kind of like, okay, where can they go after that? So what they're doing is they're bringing it back down... You know, we're back in the Leaf Village. Naruto's Naruto's son. The the anime actually takes place before the movie, where he's in the academy. Right. So they're doing some they're doing some stuff and flipping some of the dynamics with the kids. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. And they did a flash forward in the anime too, where apparently the, it takes place like I think five years in the future. Boruto is like a teenager, and Naruto is dead. Or it's implied that he's gone, so we don't know what happened or what's going on. So, I, you know, if you're looking for, if you're a fan of Naruto and you still like, and some, you know, some people got off the Naruto train. I think Boruto is something decent to watch. It's definitely, you know, not. It's definitely never going to be the best show ever, but you know, neither was Naruto.
1: Right. Yeah. and know. I know the one thing I took away from the movie and I've seen in different like promotional[s] or trailers or in the comic even. Is, or the manga, is that, um, you know, n- um, Boruto's eyes are more blue than Naruto's, and that actually means something.
0: Yeah, it possibly does. Well, yeah, we don't know. I, I We don't know, since his mom is Hinanta, if he's going to have some sort of, like, eye technique at some point.
1: Right. Because,
0: like, what how I. What them,
1: I how, how does having a parent that is, uh, um, a god what is the name of it gin jinchiriki uh, thank you yeah. um how does that affect the bloodline
0: yeah yeah y- y- it'll, it'll be interesting you know to kind of see um sakura and sasuke's uh daughter too ho- also seemed at least a, lo- a lot more interesting than sakura was yeah, yeah so i don't want to get in i don't open that can of worms but um What I hope to get most out of the series is that they flip expectations and do different things with the kids than their parents did. Right. Because when I first saw Boruto at the end of the manga, he just kind of seemed like a carbon copy of Naruto. And I was like, man, this is lame. But in the movie, they made it a little bit better. Like, I like how he trained under Sasuke. And, like, he hated his dad. I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. It kind of reminded me of Gohan training with Piccolo in uh, Dragon Ball Z in the beginning. Yeah. You know, like, going to your dad's rival. Like, that's... That that can provide some interesting things.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you learn both techniques and see how that works out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that's my biggest hope. So yeah, I, I enjoyed the first episode of Boruto. It was kind of fillery, but you know, it's it's. It, it, if you are a fan of classic Naruto, I think Boruto might do it for you. If you, were, if you were someone, you just got tired of Naruto. Because a lot of people did. Like, a lot of people, you know, they just moved on from Naruto. I don't necessarily think Boruto is going to be the thing that pulls you back in. Right. That's my opinion. And, um, I don't know. And the last thing I want to talk about, there's this anime called My Hero Academia. Have you heard of it?
1: I think so. I think I saw a comic where it was, like, Luffy and Naruto... Saying like that kid's gonna be the future, and like patted him on the head, and he ran off and ran, and then um, Naruto and Luffy were like, we got, "You remember when we were like that?" And then it yeah, I the saw future. that meme. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. My Hero Academia. It, it, it's 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 your typical shonen anime. It's not you know. Again, I don't think it's gonna be the best anime ever, but pretty much the concept of is uh, in, in this world, people are just born with superpowers. And you can train to be, like, super... You can train to be a superhero. And the main character, he wants to be... He wants to be a superhero, but he's not born with any natural powers. And he ends up meeting his idol, who is, like, this... Pretty much, like, this Superman-esque superhero, who's, like, the greatest hero ever. And he's... In the greatest superhero ever, he's dying. Like, he's only got so long to live. So he's gonna pass on his legacy to this young kid. And the anime is pretty much about this young kid growing as a superhero and um you know pretty much achieving greatness so that's like his goal kind of like how naruto wanted to be hokage and it takes place within a within a school with all these kids with superpowers so if you're a fan of the superhero genre and you're looking for just kind of a a lighter fun show i think my hero academia might be something you want to look into and season two is on uh, now so
1: yeah. yeah that's something i might have to look into reading yeah. it because I read um, One Piece Week when it comes out with Shonen Jump so um, I might have to add this to my list.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've, I've watched anime, I haven't read the manga, but I may start reading the manga. It's definitely you know, it, you know I don't want to say like it's your typical Shonen, but it's, it's your typical Shonen. You know, they have a lot of tropes you know, the rival you know, the love interest, you know the hero having some, you know super high goal that you want them to achieve, you know. But, yeah, so it's definitely a good, lighter show. And I think um I think that's mostly it for at least uh, anime. I, at least I'm keeping tabs on right now. Chris, did you have anything else you want to talk about? We've been on for probably around an hour or ten minutes or so. Mm,
1: no, I don't got anything uh, for next time. You know, I'll be at Star Wars Celebration next weekend, so I'll fill you in on everything that happens there. Okay. Uh, I'll be here I'll be there for 3 out of the 4 days. I'll be there, be there Thursday, Friday and Sunday. We didn't get Saturday's ticket.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so that should be pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, there's some local uh, conventions coming up too this month and next month, so
1: yeah, Yeah, we'll and a lot to talk about.
0: Definitely, and I'm hoping hopefully I can go to VidCon again this year as well, which is in uh June, but we're going to have to see on my uh money situation and how that goes. Right. Yeah, but um uh yeah so yeah thank you for listening to our podcast um i'm chris i'm chris and yeah we're signing off um if you have any ideas about anything you want us to talk about or anything that's interesting um you can just leave a comment on the youtube video or, or win us up or just um message me on social media and you know we'll see all i'll catch you all later
1: live long and prosper